Sparkle Boy do you have today? I got given a um, blackberry bubbly sparkly water um, as a gift, and I don't care for it. Okay. Are you like an OG sparkle water yeah, kind of person? That's right. Yeah. yeah. I want the sparkling. I don't want... Uh, th- I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to... If you like these, okay, my nephew was all about them. He's like, cherry flavored. Uncle Paul, can oh, you even it's imagine? It's good. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. actually yeah. good. I'm like, okay, kid. It tastes like chemicals. Oh. It tastes like a chemical to me. Yeah. And I don't care. For, I've been drinking more soda, though. I've been, I've been off soda for years. I've never been on it. Like sugar soda. Sugar soda. Oh. Like, I started on with the, like, the uh, Diet do- diet Cokes, Diet Dr. Cokes. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves a Diet Coke, right? You see people every single day, they have a Diet Coke. Mm. I had it. I like it. I'm hooked. I don't want to get hooked. I want to get off of it. It is a thing. I remember there was a time where I just wanted a sweet treat all the time, and it was either like a soda or a candy that I would eat after dinner, and I would like go to the store and get like a special soda. You know, like those like fancy artisan sodas. Like, you go away, girl. Yeah. Now I just drink a beer, but then I'm like, that's the same, same. It's the same. Maybe worse. Probably worse. It's bad for the old liver. Now, okay, you were a little child when this happened, but do you remember Orbits? Yeah. Did you have them? Was it with the chonks in it? Yeah, it was like chonks of goo. No, but I would have loved it. Yeah, you would have. Yeah, that would have been my vibe for sure. Um, actually, now that when I go to like fast food or I went to Costco the other day and got a hot dog and yes. it like came with a pop, I don't drink pop. You say no, thank you. I just don't drink it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just have a cup now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need this, but like, they're like, just take the cup. I'm like, okay. Sure, I'll just have a cup now. One time I was at the Costco. Congratulations on your membership, by the way. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got a Costco membership. Immediately spent $500. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally out of ideas now for birthday presents and Christmas because I was just going to keep buying you toilet paper, but now you just buy your own Costco toilet paper. No, I'm going to wait for you to do that. You can have that expense (laughs) for me. Yeah. Okay. So one time I was at Costco and I I got all the hot dogs and pizza and I always get the gravy because I just, as I told you, you're not into it, but I just dunk the hot dog right into the hot piping hot gravy. It's wow. it's such good gravy. Uh, really? Yeah. Like- Costco cafeteria's gravy is better than a lot of restaurant gravy. Oh, damn. And I don't get the fries, so I'm just dunking the dog right in yeah. the gravy. Sometimes I had all this stuff. And I don't know, I was just walking with it, and it's very precarious, and they don't give you a tray. And the, I, did, I said no to the drink oh. container, and I was walking with it, and I just spilled it everywhere <gasps> all over the floor. And I didn't mean to, but I swore so loudly in the Costco. <laughs> I just was like, oh, fuck! And I and then all these Costco people came with me and they're like, here's a paper towel. And I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. Big adult baby, here yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, the mess is one thing. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm thinking now that you're less impressed that I yell, screamed, I swear. Fuck. Yeah. yeah, I feel like you're the kind of person, don't take offense to this because it's offensive. Because okay. <laughs> that's what people say before they say offensive things. Yeah. You like to make a bit of a scene in a Costco, maybe. <laughs> What are you talking about? When when the Costco didn't have the hot dogs, this what happened? I was upset. Okay. But I didn't scream. Look it. <laughs> if there was drywall, I would have punched it. <laughs> That's nice. At least you didn't punch a person, you know? But I didn't punch anybody. I just, I... I pouted as quietly <laughs> as possible. I was so upset. When you get your heart set on yeah. something and then you don't get it, Especially with food for me. Yeah. Oh my God. There is All that my child anger problems. Instinct that comes in. And you're like, oh, that feeling's there. Okay. Push it down. Push it down. I'm an adult now. I'm an adult now. I can get through this. I can get through it. Yeah. Oh, well, 
I'm sorry you didn't get your Costco hot dog. I've been on a real um, <laughs> corn dog kick lately. Oh, can I just say, hang what? on, I want to hear about your corn dogs. Yeah. It would have been my second Costco hot dog in a week because <laughs> in, on Wednesday, I was at Brian's house to record our podcast and he mm. brought hot dogs for everybody. For a Costco? Yeah. Exactly. So I was just so hooked on the Costco dog that I was going to get my third or fourth Costco dog in less than four days. Completely unrealistic. That happens, Uh, though. Oh. Are you hooked on stuff? Well, that's, yeah, we're talking about soda, too. Like, once I get into soda, there's no stopping me. It takes me a long time to get out of it. With corn dogs, I've been going to uh, local pub Smith's. (laughs) They have a real great corn dog, and I just keep on going back to this place. They're not known for their corn dogs or anything. It's like one of those things on the menu for, like, the drunk people who are like, I need a snack. Yeah. And I just go there for the corn dog, and they've got a real nice curry ketchup. But I've been hitting different bars that have corn dogs because I think they're just so good. They really hit the spot when you need a snack. I, in my mind, all I think is like those frozen freezer pogo sticks. Uh, I know, I know, right? They're no. so bad, and you microwave them, and no. it never does it right. And some no. of it is still ice cold, and some of it is liquid la hot magma. But these places are like actually doing corn dog. What are they like air frying it back oh, there? Oh yeah, they're, they've got like a nice long hot dog and like their own batter that they made themselves out of cornmeal and stuff. Yeah. But there are some places that advertise having corn dogs, but they just have pogos that they deep fry. Yeah. I was so mad at one of my friends because we're like, we're on a corn dog kick. Let us know where you where you get them. And he goes, okay, you got to go to this place. And he's like, best corn dog in the town. <laughs> so confident being like, number one corn dog I've ever had. It's so good. I can't yes. wait to go back. Yeah, it was yeah. a freaking pogo. I am embarrassed <gasps> for people. I This happened to me this weekend where I went to some restaurant and I was like, wow, this is the most mediocre meal I've ever had in my life. And I, my girlfriend, same thing. She was like, yeah, I wouldn't come here again. You know, this right. was maybe a mistake. It was cute enough. It was fine. It was fine. And uh, and then, you know, I posted some dumb thing about it on Instagram. And, and the messages I got being like, oh, that place is the best. Isn't it just the best? And I'm just like, "How?" I'm embarrassed because you think it's good. And it wasn't. <laughs> It wasn't good. Maybe the breakfast was good. Maybe oh, I went for lunch. I should have yeah. gone for breakfast. That happens. But, wow, people are so also, confident to tell you think something is the best, and it's so mediocre. Right. Well, I think that happens, too, when you're visiting a place, and they yeah. just want you to know that they've also been there, too. You know, it's an exciting thing. It's like, oh, I went there, and I it was an amazing experience being there. But they kind of, you know, get all muddled up with it actually being good. Yes. Like, probably all the locals are like, oh, this place is shit. Yes. Shit. Like, we have a few places like that in Victoria, right? Where it's like, oh, have you gone there? And you're like, yeah, we avoid it. Yeah. We avoid that spot, actually, you know? It's funny. It's like, uh, I always think about this when I'm a place, when I go anywhere. I went to New York City, and I was obsessed the entire time with not coming off as a tourist. Um, I've talked about this before. It's just like, the last thing, and, and I was like, Why? Why? Millions of people come to the city every year expressly for the purpose of being a tourist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, you know what I mean? But I didn't want, I don't want the locals, I don't want to get in their way, and I don't want them to rob me and steal my watch. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I want the true, authentic New York experience or That's whatever. right. I feel like that's an internet age thing where, like, you know, you should have done your homework, dude. You should have been scouring Reddit. Yeah. And, oh, my God, you go on any any town's Reddit, and it's just constantly like, where's the best place to get a corn dog? <laughs> 
<laughs> over and over and friggin' over again. Okay. And you should well, it doesn't okay. matter corn dog specific, but right? It's yeah. just like you should have been out there doing your research. Where's where do the locals eat? Where yeah. do the locals dance? Where, yeah. Take me where the kids dance. Still though, when people come to Victoria who they've like never gone and they're coming as a tourist, I take them to all the tourist spots. Mm-hmm. I make sure that they have a shaft, first of all. Mm-hmm. Very important mm-hmm. coming to Victoria. Oh, there's yep. Art Anson. Tell him to come in. Come in, Art. Um, come on in. Um, and then he, oh yeah, and I take them to Big Bad John's because they have to go there. I really like Big Bad John's. I know that's touristy okay, silliness. So if you don't know what Big Bad John's is, it's like this diner bar that is like made to be a diner. I mean, not diner, a dive bar yeah. that's made to be like a dive bar, right? So yes. they have like bras all over the ceiling. It's a peanut bar. So they just give you buckets of nuts and you just throw them on the ground. The shells, yeah. The shells. Have you ever put a bra up there? Yes, I have. And I got yeah. a t-shirt. It was oh, very nice. nice. Good, yeah, good. one of the first weeks I was in Victoria. Um, I went there the other day. Too. Bras are expensive. You have to like wear a bra that you are willing to let go. Like one that oh, you're going to throw away anyway. I luckily was wearing one that I had since middle school because yeah. like puberty didn't hit me too hard. So I have a lot of the same bras. <laughs> Sorry, Paul. From middle school? From middle school. Okay, yeah. But don't apologize to me. I uh, support so, your They don't body. need support, actually. What? They really don't. <laughs> but I was like, oh. finally, a reason to get rid of this ratty old thing. And I was like, now I'm embarrassed putting this up because it's like from La Senza Girl <laughs> when that existed. <laughs> Enjoy this podcast. I think that do- about does it. That does about do it. And uh, hey, get a vaccine. If you're listening to this oh, and you haven't got a vaccine yes. yet, uh, please get a vaccine. Why haven't you got one? I, I try so desperately hard on the radio when we talk about vaccine stuff to just be like chill about it and to not be con- like confrontational and yeah. to be compassionate to everyone who's not deciding to get a vaccine yet. But I, you must know that I am infuriated. If you can, are eligible for one and are choosing not to for whatever reason, that is frustrating. Please figure yeah, it out. Yeah, and if you can't get one, I'm fucking sorry. I'm sorry. This sucks. And we're trying to... We're st- trying to protect you protect right now. Protect you. Get this all figured out but, for you uh, because that oh, friggin' sucks. That friggin' sucks. Okay. Let's get out. How, how do you think we're going to get out of this thing? Magic? Oh, yeah. We're just going to not vaccinate each other and just hang out and just let it fester? Yeah, let's just pump those hospitals full with people. Just no. overwhelmed hospitals and people dying in the streets. People like, are quitting their jobs in the hospital because people just aren't getting it. And then in the last moment, they're like, oh, I should have got my vaccine, right? And they're like, yeah, I didn't want to give you care. Like, that sucks it's to be at that sucks. point. So. Okay. Love you. Now. Thanks for listening. Okay, Paul, I know you're a huge nerd movie fan, so tell me about the big new Spider-Man movie trailer leak. Oh, yeah, look, let me tell you. Last night on a tiny screen, I watched a shaky, bad quality video pointing at another small screen showing a blurry, hard-to-watch, watermarked version of a trailer with unfinished visual effects that revealed far too much about the plot. Oh, was it just, like, hard to avoid, or...? Oh, oh, no, oh, no. The movie company tried their best to pull it down immediately. I had to really go hunting for it. So you kind of really ruined the experience for yourself. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It sucked. Because? I'm just such a big fan. Huh. Do you want to see my action figures again? (sighs) Sure. You find the Spider-Man! Welcome back, Jen. Thank you. One week off there. Yeah. Um, Hey, start making room in your wallet, everybody. Oh. Yeah, uh, go. I'm going to actually go through my wallet today and just see what can I make room for. Yeah. I'm pretty slim as it is, you know? 
But uh, oh, you got a lot of cash there, Paul. I like to carry wow. cash. Yeah. Oh, I got a gift card. I got to still use. Nice. Uh, there's got to be okay, some Bragger. something I could probably make room for because guess what? We're gonna get something new to carry around with us. What's that, Paul? <laughs> Uh, they what made the announcement it? today. We're going to get vaccine cards, a little yeah. proof of vaccination cards to be able to go do anything. Yeah, people are calling this the vaccine passport. Um, this is going to be in effect between September 13th until October 24th. And this is what you have to do. You have to provide proof of vaccination to access non-essential events. Right. So we're talking sporting events, nightclubs, restaurants, movies. You can still go to the grocery store without your proof of vaccination card, but you will have to prove. Kind of like when you're going into a restaurant and showing that you're 19 or older. Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, interesting. Uh, it, that seems like a short amount of time for a whole new system and mm-hmm. card to be rolled out. Yeah. But as I was listening to uh, the, the trifecta, the whole team was there. John Horrigan rolled in back from vacation. <laughs> He's probably like, put the makeup so I don't look too tan. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they were talking about today just how this is our next step mm-hmm. as we're going to try and do as much as we possibly can, have these events, have these non-essential things happening and, yeah. and make sure that they're super duper safe for everyone to do. This is what we've decided to go through. So with. 75% of British Columbia's population is now double vaxxed, which is good, good. but they're saying that there still is work to do and uh, the, those who are unvaccinated, unfortunately, are where all the cases are going right now. So, yeah, just prepare yourself and also just a little PSA mm, yeah. service workers retail workers people who are you know in charge of those non-essential sort of things that we want to go to yes. be extra nice to them yeah. it's going to be really hard there's going to be a lot of conflict and it's not their decision so yeah. just remind each other that yeah. <laughs> if you are not vaccinated and you're being told I'm so sorry like please don't put that on them yeah. do you know what I mean this is like a, a big decision that came down from above and you know tie it in with your decision not to get vaccinated and if if you are vaccinated and you're there, just tip the hell out of them. <laughs> Please just tip. The mascot of our island is a marmot. Both mm-hmm. in terms of like, yeah, the literal hockey mascot is a marmot, but also like when you think of an animal unique to our island that represented us at the Olympics, all that, you think of the cutie pie little Vancouver Island marmot, right? Oh yeah, for sure. That's why I was so happy to read this article over the weekend. A thrilling sign researchers discover a secret colony of highly endangered marmots here on Vancouver Island. Oh, that is so good to hear. 10 to 12 individuals... Adults, yearlings, Mm -hmm. and pups. Wow. All of them um, in this little cutie secret colony that they think are descendants from the time that they were uh, reintroduced uh, from like captivity. Remember, there was like that whole plan Mm -hmm. and um, uh, to like take marmots that they had been raised up and then reintroduce them to the wild. Right. These, this is that paying off and working. Bless. Isn't that so good? So they found them at Strathcona Park. What a beautiful destination Ah. for a a colony of secret marmots. (laughs) I love this. Yeah. Um, Apparently right now there's only 200 in the wild here on Vancouver Island. So, you know, these are real precious individuals. Now, the most famous one that we have here in Victoria, Roger. Have you heard about Roger? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say Marty, and I can just oh, imagine so how sorry. mad oh Marty God. is now. Clearly right now. that he is the most famous, oh. but yeah, yeah, no, go I'm on. So Tell sorry. me about the usurper, Marty, Roger the Mormon. You might be 
second most famous. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't um, say it. Okay. Oh, please forgive me. So Roger the Marmot lives on the Empress Lawn, apparently, yeah. uh-huh. and has been living there for a while. They have no idea how it got there. It just, like, appeared. They have some theories that it, like, hitched a ride <laughs> and just showed up there. But it loves living in this little rock garden at the Empress. Of and course. I live right by there, and I've const- I constantly keep my eye out for little Roger. I give him a little... Come here, Raji. Doesn't come. Never I've never seen, seen him. him. Okay, well, I've got my fingers crossed for you, Jen. Thank you. Um, out in the wild, of course, the marmots, they are not off the, uh, they're you know not totally out of the woods yet. They're mm. still endangered. Maybe they're endangered because they're living in secret, but that's fine. Um, and what they need to do is build up fat layers for hibernation mm. as well as evade hungry predators. So, Roger, if part of that means living... <laughs> on the Empress grounds. Not a ton of predators on the yeah. Empress grounds, right? No. Just Jenny clicking at you <laughs> and hopefully lots of food for you. You're doing good, bud. Hey, when you were a kid, do you ever do that um do you ever do that thing where you chug like a like four liters of milk and then barf everywhere? Absolutely not. I had some friends who did, did it. I had some yeah, I got some friends they uh, went out in a parking lot and um drank milk and milk and milk and then you get like just such a horrible spray like Ew. really like when you barf oh. it it's like it goes 10 feet oh it's terrible yeah, yeah we weren't really much of a milk family do you know like there were families that you'd go to their house for dinner and they would have a glass of milk each person would have a glass of milk on the table yeah you, know, you were expected to finish the milk i never had that growing up i always felt weird about it for whatever reason now that oat milk and almond milk is all here i'm like yes yeah. that is the milk i want yeah oh yeah that's good that's good well the reason we're talking about milk so much oh, here yeah. is uh because there's a new challenge going around today. It's called the Milk Crate Challenge. And what you do is you build a pyramid of milk crates with one, two, three, four, five, six steps up to the top. And then the challenge is you walk up one side and walk down the other. Most people are unsuccessful and they fall down really spectacularly, really hurt themselves a lot. Yeah, I guess this is a warning not to do this. I should mention that these are empty milk crates too. There's no weight to them. And that's what makes it really challenging. And these people are climbing up them. And I used to work in a dairy department at in Save on Foods. Okay. Back in the day, great job for a teenager that I was, and I really liked it. I put in my headphones, listen to music, and then we would climb the crates once in a while. You would? Yeah, once in a while, if we got a little wild, we would climb the crates, and they are hard to climb. Oh, yeah, there's no way you're getting to the top of them. Hence the we, challenge. We had some tumbles. Did, like, Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay, so Not whether working. you're working in a milk department, dairy department, mm-hmm. or you'd like to go viral on TikTok... Just we're gonna say, hey, it's not worth it. It's it's really not worth it. Do you imagine the rest of your life, right, <laughs> dealing with back pain, chronic? You're going to the chiropractor, and they're like, "So when did this all begin for you?" Oh, um, do you remember 2021? We were all bored of COVID, so milk crate challenge. And he's like, "Ah, uh, say no more, fam. You don't want that." <laughs> Interesting story. Urban Deer here in Greater Victoria will be put on birth control. I assume, Jenny West, that is why or has something to do with the fact you're wearing a deer costume right now. I mean, yep, I've been paying for birth control for over a decade now, so I figured, you know what? Shoot me up with that birth control. Wow, congratulations. A lot of ingenuity going on there. Oh, uh, it appears you have a visitor outside the studio. Not again. Oh, wow. Big boy. That's an eight-pointer. Oh, another great prince of the forest. At least you brought flowers this time. Yeah, it's pretty nice, actually. Gentlemanly.
We're going to start the show off today with a little hot fairy talk. Yeah, hot fairy talk. I mean, we did touch on this a bit yesterday, but we just wanted to wait till we got a little bit more information to, like, confirm this. Because Mm -hmm. it was, rumors were swirling all over Reddit saying that BC fairies just quietly got rid of their Wi-Fi. Yes. Let's let's start over with with the uh, the other one, though. Canada is going to allow some U.S. to Vancouver Island ferry services to restart up in September. Yeah. Um, that means the Coho and the Clipper um, hopefully doing a vacation packages again, um, which is great news. It's been a long I've been a long time since I rode either of those ferries, obviously, for yeah. obvious reasons, but they're fun to do. But of course, you know, everyone coming over to BC from the States, they'll have to comply with our mandates and our yeah. new protocols and everything around COVID. So a lot of double vax if you want to go into certain businesses, things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But, now, sorry. Now let's do the Wi-Fi. Around. Okay. Back to the Wi-Fi situation. So apparently, yeah, BC Ferries turned off the Wi-Fi July 5th for a lot of the major routes. So we're talking about uh, the Tawasin to Swartz Bay, Horseshoe Bay to Departure Bay, and Horseshoe Bay to Langdale. They did this in July 5th. This is over a month ago, and no one noticed until now. (laughs) August, I guess it was yesterday, 23rd, and now it's like swirling around that no one really noticed because... Could anyone ever connect to the Wi-Fi? The Wi-Fi was all so bad. That's what I did. I just like turn it off and use my data. But, okay, I'm kind of of two minds on this. One thing, on the one hand, it's like the ferry ride is quite beautiful and there's a lot Mm. of things to do there. Hey, good chance, opportunity to read a book or look at the wonderful, glorious views that are all around you. Totally. You don't need to be dinking around on your phone all the time. But on the other hand, some people try and use that downtime, especially if they're like half commuting or whatever, to get some work done. And I feel for those people. Yeah. I'm happy that the data plans on phones are getting better and cheaper these Mm -hmm. days Mm because, yeah, I've been using them up on the ferry for sure. You did say there were a few complaints there, right? Yeah. So they were just finding that there was like an increase, you know, number of complaints. They said, I think there was like 10 people who actually noticed and complained that there was no Wi-Fi. Here we have um, some audio of the actual complaints that were left as voicemail. Oh, okay. Yeah, here, I'll play for it. <clears throat> My Wi-Fi. Oh. <laughs> so I just love that joke, and i just been wanting to use it all afternoon. That's why I wanted to finish there. Okay, Jen? Sorry. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I just Good job. Just... Good work today, Paul. Do you want me to play it again for you? Uh, absolutely not. <laughs> My, My Wi-Fi. <laughs> Sanch Fair coming up. Excited that Sanch Fair is back and going to be... Rare, big raring to go. Oh, yeah. I always love the fair. You know what I love about the fair is that it gives you the opportunity with those rides and everything to, you know, do something, give you that illusion, that 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 fear, that pit in your stomach, mm. the uh, the illusion of danger when Ooh. really you're in a safe place. Yeah. I heard a lot of fairs actually are um, adding a new attraction this year. Oh, what is that? Milk crate challenge. <laughs> the milk crate challenge. Milk crate challenge, yeah. Can you imagine yeah. you go to a fair and there's just like a pyramid <laughs> of milk crates there and you have to, Sign a waiver and then be like, okay, go and do it. And then everyone falls or hurts himself and then they just pile them up. I could have done this in my backyard, but here I am at the Sandwich Fair. How fun. Well, I didn't say the Sandwich Fair was doing it. Oh. Other fairs, less reputable fairs. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, and you have to pay money for that. That's great. Yeah. Um, Yeah, that's not going to be at the Sandwich Fair this year, but uh, great idea, Paul. Did you confirm that? We should confirm. Uh, We have it, actually. I don't think they would. Maybe we'll get back to you on that one. Hello? Hello, is that Blarcy? No, Darcy. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh! Jenny told me it was Blarcy. I did not hey, say that. Sorry. Hey, Darcy. Sorry about that. It's Paul and Jenny calling from the zone. How are you doing? Uh, well, you? 
Yeah, pretty good. Pretty Thank good. you. Yeah, good, good, good. Uh, you entered our little uh, sandwich fair contest. Uh, what are you doing right now, anyways, Darcy? I am parked on the side of the road doing some work. Hell yeah! What do you do for work? Uh, I'm a uh, food service rep. So for the food service industry, like restaurants and things. Yeah, restaurants, hotels, school cafeterias, all that type. Uh, okay, of stuff. so so you're like working with them, buying and selling the uh, the actual food itself, I guess. Yeah, mainly just uh, any type of protein. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. Yeah. The meat man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the vibe out there today with, uh, you know, the vaccine card coming in real soon? That's, you know, going to be a big implications for the food service industry, it sounds like. is What, what are people feeling about it? Uh, well, they're, they're obviously a little worried about it just uh, because they're already short on labor uh, as it is. Yeah, yeah, right. They're worried about having to stick somebody at the front door to check their vaccine passport. Right. Yeah. Oh, I just, yeah, it sucks that they're at the front line of who's going to have to, you know, implement it, really. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, everyone be extra nice to people in the service industry, please. That's oh, it's right. going to be really hard. It's going to be a big transition for them for sure. Um, well, hang in there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, we played you a sound. It's a classic fair sound. I mean, there was a lot of pretty wild guesses out there. We had like someone who was really terrible at karaoke. Mm-hmm. We had bingo somehow. Someone thought it was the Ferris wheel. Oh, that's spooky for yeah. a Ferris wheel. But Darcy, your guess was the correct one. What is it, Darce? Haunted house. Haunted House is correct. Correct. Congratulations, Darcy. That means you got a family pass to the Sandwich Fair. That's great. Thank you. Here's a great one that just came in. Shopping the craft section. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what they'd be shopping for. Haunted crafts? (laughs) Or there's like some ghouls who are there also trying to get like pom-poms. Yeah. Jenny, death comes for us all. Oh my God! What a way to start the break. And okay. my, it's been my experience <laughs> you said that it so happily. death comes for us in a variety of different ways. Okay. And sometimes it, what feels like a very a random way. You never know yeah. when you might, you know, fall terribly ill or okay. uh, some trauma happens. Wow, to you. Thank you. For and so it's not like a, like a math equation you could do where it's like, oh, oh I have a hundred years to live, but now I ate an apple, so I get what twenty minutes on here uh, um. added to it. Oh, but I. Uh, did something not so good or I ate something naughty and then it subtracts minutes. But that's the way a lot of health experts and studies and findings seem to present it to us, that it's like an equation that you can adjust back and forth. People love numbers, right? They love to put things into numbers. And uh, the Nature Journal has just come out and said that uh, if you eat one hot dog on a bun, that'll cost you 36 minutes off your life. Right. So, so when I'm doing my life math on my little abacus, yeah. I go to Costco, chow two dogs per trip. Or, oh, wow. Yeah. And I can just scooch 36 times two minutes right off my little life abacus. Yeah. Boop, boop, boop. If I'm doing the math and I think about how many hot dogs I've eaten, I probably should have been dead in 1986. You love hot dogs. I do love a hot dog. Now, we are bringing up some concern, though, because there is one man who absolutely loves hot dogs more than anyone, mm-hmm. and that's the old Joey Chestnut. He recently broke the world record eating 76 hot dogs in a hot dog eating competition. Wow. Now, there's a the lot math of math. On that. That's a lot, a lot of, of abacus. That's a, okay, yeah. let me I just... mean, when you think about it, since 2006, 
when he's been eating competitively, yeah, he's never eaten fewer than 52 hot dogs. And those are, by the way, his professional hot dog numbers. Yes. So he's not even adding to those when he goes to Costco and just enjoys a dog because he loves the savory taste. Do you want to know the numbers? Yeah. So combined, in his professional hot dog eating life, he's eaten uh, 1,094 hot dogs since his debut in 2005. That equates to thir- just over 39,000 minutes. Um, that's just over 656 hours. So altogether, he has lost 27.35 days. That's it. Oh, that's it? Joey Chestnut, the most prolific hot dog eater of our time, is only... Oh, my God. 27.35 days. God bless you, Joey Chestnut. Because this is such alarmist reporting, right? Like taking 36 minutes off your life. If Joey Chestnut has only lost that amount, then I'm not going to feel bad at eating a hot dog at all. Also, by the way, this study mentions eating a hot dog. It doesn't mention dipping it in water and just shoving it down your throat the way Joey does. Because that's how you do it at Costco, too, right? What are the numbers there, science? Yeah. Well, the mask mandate is back into effect. That's kind of a bummer. Yeah, but we're looking at ways to make it a little bit more palatable for people who don't want to wear a mask. That's why we're introducing pumpkin Pumpkin spice spice mask mandate. Oh, okay. Wow. When I lick the inside of this mask, it tastes like cinnamon and nutmeg. My pumpkin spice mask is just how I like it. Extra hot. 180 degrees. Ow. Ow. The ear straps are gently playing the sound of leaves crunching under my feet. Wow, that's cozy. Pumpkin Pumpkin spice spice mask mandate. Now, Jenny, you told me this great story. I guess this happened, what, over the course of your vacation? Yeah. Um, So I've got a new little kitty cat in my house. Makes it, how many is that now? Three. No, wait, seven. No, wait, <laughs> eight. <laughs> the rate three. at which the cats are expanding <laughs> in your house is like, it won't be that long. Yeah, Anyways, yeah. all right, so cat number three. It's just the beginning, baby. No, that's it. Three is enough. Three is more than enough. Um, anyway, so she's having a great time, finally getting settled into the house, and then, boom, there are two wasps in our house, and the cats, all three cats, are just going after them for the last few days. And then, uh, of course, one of them sits on a wasp. I think it's stung on her bottom. Oh, no. And then bites it off, right? And then yeah. I think got stung in the mouth and oh, then boy. like threw it away with her paw and okay. then got stung on the paw and she was oh, just a tornado wow. of like in the hallway and it was quite the scene. Then, then so we kill that, mo- that poor little wasp then yeah. the other one she sees in the corner and goes <laughs> after that one without learning what yeah. wasps do to her. Right. So yeah, it was it was a real scene. Did she get all swole up? Because that's so heartbreaking when you see the picture like, oh, Rufus, the dogs always yeah. get into the wasp and they get so swole. Yeah, I had to keep an eye on her, but she didn't get swolled up at all. That's great. Okay. Yeah. Here's, no, I, I find that just a cute, nice story and proves that we're animal lovers. Yeah. So here's what I wanted to pitch to you now. I, for over the last few days, I've been taking care of our friend Art Aronson's cat. Mm-hmm. And over the summer, I've been saying, Art, you got to shave this cat. Oh, no. It's a big, long-haired cat. It's hot. It's, his apartment is warm. you got to shave this cat. She's got mats. Now, where do you come down on this, Jen? Now, I think I know where you might come down because <laughs> you are always discouraging me from even telling Art that. Yeah. But what would you say? Is this really that bad if I would have, while Art was gone, taken his cat oh my to get shaved by a professional? And then he comes home and opens the door and his cat is completely shaved, like with a little cutie pie lion haircut with little booties on. Come on. If you were to do that to any of my beautiful, long-haired, well-groomed kittens, 
Friends off, Paul. Yeah. I'd even quit the job. I'd be, be like, upset? bye, that's really? it. That yeah, I'd that be, I would cry and cry and cry and cry. Really? Oh, yeah, no, okay. don't do that. All right, so if you'd like, look, I want to bring Art in on this and see how he would have reacted. Because I think that's the thing. Look, you don't have to worry. I can still look after your cats. I wouldn't do that to you. I respect our I friendship and you. your. No, you're never watching my cats. I think that Art's just too lazy to do it. So we'll see how Art comes down in a little bit. Yeah, we'll bring him in. I'm sure he'll love it. We'd like to welcome back to the studio Art Aronson Art from the Art. newsroom. Hello, Art. Hello. It's been a long time, it feels. It has uh, been. We uh, dragged you in here because we wanted you to settle something. Now, over the weekend, I was over to your house to a few times to uh, look after your sweet little cat, Kobe. Not that little. No, she's a big cat now. Big girl, yeah. Big girl, very fluffy. Art, what would you do if you just opened the door after being away for like an extended weekend and you saw your sweet cat who usually has a big long fur coat and it was all shaved off? What would I do? Yeah. How would you react? (laughs) I'd be a little freaked out. Yeah. Is that what you were considering? (laughs) Well, not considering. I wouldn't say I was all the way to considering, but it did flash in my mind that I've been telling you to shave your cat and you haven't done it. And I thought, wow, that's your chance, Blasty, now. That was your chance. But it didn't happen. I don't know. I. <laughs> she is like every time you touch that cat, a mound of hair comes uh, off. Her. Very gross. Yeah, I would be absolutely disgusted if he did that to my cat. Would Jenny you? said okay. that she would unfriend me, quit the job, likely, or get Never me fired. Probably yeah. some legal repercussions. Something online, I would slam him in yeah. the media. I don't yes. know. Something like that. Like she's really serious. Like oh, it's yeah. not good. Like, that would but, be. But you, you, what's your reaction? I would be like, oh. Well, I guess it happened. <laughs> this is why. That's like the most art response to anything. This is why it flashed in my brain a little bit. Okay, listen, for the record, okay? Uh, I'm Googling it all over the place. Is shaving your cat a good idea? Pet MD, Web MD for oh, pets, great, yeah. Catster, excitedcats.com, a pet helpful.com. All agree it's not necessary at all. Yeah, that's what I've been telling you for years, Paul. It's just nice, though. It's just fun to have a nice... It's for you. It's not for them. Because cat hair is everywhere. Fur. (laughs) Everywhere. In my house. This would change that, right? Uh, I don't know. I think it's still shed. It'd just be smaller. Nope. That's not how it works. So it sounds like maybe I should have done it. Okay. Thanks, Art. Thanks for coming in here. Oh, wow. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Next time you go away. Appreciate that. Glad I I could clear that up. That was practically permission. Got it. (laughs) The sound of something from the Sandwich Fair or a similar carnival, because when you go there, Jen, it's the sights, mm-hmm. but it's also the sounds. And the tastes. And so we are not a, a sight or a taste medium. We're not a, a TV, and we're not a come to your house and feed you a spoonful of taste. So true. Well put. Yeah. So we do sound. Yeah, we so, do sound. So now we're going to do you <laughs> sound of Sandwich Fair, and you can guess what sound is. That all makes sense to me. Who are we talking to now? Kara? Uh, or K-A-R-R-A. That's Kara, right? Okay, I'll, I'll grab it. Okay, if you say Blora. Yes. It's not funny. <laughs> I'll be the judge of that. I don't think you should be the judge of that. <laughs> I get it. Hello? Hello, is, is that Blara? It's Kara, yes. Oh, sorry. Oh sorry, gosh. Jenny told me Blara. No, I'm sorry about that. He hey, what's up? It's Paul, and, it's Paul and Jenny I'm from the so zone. sorry, Kara. Hey, Kara, I'm sorry about the mix up. That's okay. No hey, worries. Hey, uh, do you want to go to Sandwich Fair? 
Absolutely. That's Wh- awesome. Why? How come? <laughs> Why? It's the nostalgia. Mm. I can walk around and just listen to the sounds and smell the noise and it takes me back to being little again. Aww. That's so nice. Well, like we were saying before, we are sounds and we're not smells. We can't come to your house and make you smell smells, but we're going to play you a sound and you tell us what it is, okay? Okay. So what was that sound? The sound was ring toss. And you're right, Kara. Congratulations. Thank you. Congrats. You're going to go smell awesome. the smells and see the sights and all that. Oh, wow. That's we really, we... I listen to the sound all day long, so now I can complete my life. <laughs> and now we, we really did it for her. We gave her the smells as well. Oh, my gosh. Oh. Maybe even the tastes. Woohoo. Mentioned in the weather, we got well, a little bit of rain hopefully tomorrow coming. Mm. But I caught this uh, letter to the editor in the newspaper today. Oh, Listen you got to a this. newspaper. After 50 plus days of no rain, we see trees dying from lack of moisture. Yet I find it incomprehensible. Some of our fellow citizens are still washing their precious cars, trucks, and RVs and boats. Do they not realize that most likely we will be in for water restrictions at the end of summer or beginning of fall? Surely vehicles can wait until we have a few heavy rainfalls. Okay, you're sounding like you're mocking this person. Oh, no, sorry. I was trying to, like, act them <laughs> but out. But I, I honestly think that they have some good points. I'm finding my car more than ever. is It's the dirtiest it's ever been. Uh-huh. It's currently covered in seagull poop right now um yeah yeah. i know i'm hoping for some rain for that reason i know i'm trying to take it easy because look at i just bought a brand new vehicle this summer so like i was that was my little baby boy i was out there every night hosing it down from the dust and the stink of the day yeah and uh, we get pooped on all the time as we know by seagulls and that's like one of the worst things for car paint so i'd be out there every single day hosing it down if there was poop on it yeah that's part of it too it's like the other side that's pulling me right now is that yeah i'm trying to restore this old vehicle and yeah. keep it pristine and then yeah we don't get any rain and I'm like ooh the paint ooh it's not doing so well because of this poop gotta wash it gotta wash it okay so you're with a classic car I'm with a brand new car just generally though do you know what car experts say you're supposed to wash your car like every two weeks every two weeks hey? yeah so that's ooh. just something to think about. do you do it no I don't do it every two weeks every two weeks no no and should we scale that back yeah when, it's, when we haven't had rain in a long long time No more cutie car washes for me. Now, we've talked about the Flintstones already today, but don't you just wish that an elephant would come around and spray it with their hose? Ah, that's the solution to our problem. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that. Today is National Dog Day, and everybody's making a big deal about dogs, so let's just get the truth of it right out in the open. Dogs stink. They smell. Nothing you can bring into your house will destroy it more quickly and consistently as a dog. They, on purpose, look for gross things to rub themselves in. Then they rub that gross thing right on your clean sheets. They slobber. They bark. They chew. They spew. They jump on your grandma and get mud on her clothes and knock her down. They always be pooping. And guess what? We would die. A thousand painful deaths before we let one single dog get so much as a splinter. We love you, dogs. God, you're so perfect and pure. Happy National Dog Day, dogs. Don't you ever change. Fall 
is upon us. It is the autumnal season, and a favorite Vancouver Island fall tradition is back. The Sandwich Fair and Midway, baby. Hello, Zone. Hey, it's Becky calling you back. Sorry, did you say Blackie? Paul, <laughs> stop. <laughs> Actually, funny. That is a nickname they call me at work. <laughs> Blackie. <laughs> wow, because Jenny told Blackie, me it was yeah. Blackie. Yeah, but you're saying it's Becky. Because I write uh, Becky on my headphones, and the K sometimes turns into an L, and so like Belky and Becky. <laughs> Belky. <laughs> okay, I guess oh, we have to call you Blackie from now on. <laughs> yeah, it actually no. fits. Oh, oh the Blacksters <laughs> on the phone. All right. <laughs> Oh, that's really stupid. Wow. Okay, we are very impressed with you, Blackie, because uh, you got the sound right. Thank you. That's crazy. I kind of was second-guessing myself. Oh, my gosh. And you were the first one to get it right as well. Yeah. So what was the sound? Uh, Cotton candy machine. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So you just knew it. That was your gut feeling. That was my gut, but then I was second guessing, thinking maybe one of those like air tent things they blow up for the kids to jump on. Oh, uh, like a bounce castle. Yeah, that would have been yeah. a good guess too. I was thinking like a tattoo gun. That's what it sounded like oh. to me. I was like, when did the Sandwich Fair get a tattoo station? <laughs> Hopefully, maybe a new thing this year. Yeah. yeah, it's like removed far enough away from the barn animals. <laughs> um, hey, so Blackstar, um, so Jenny told me though too because first we were thinking about there's all these videos. I don't know if you've seen this of ASMR of people eating cotton candy, oh. it is horrible. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, it was not terrible. I was like cotton candy sound effects and it was just someone's like mouth noises. <laughs> oh, it was real gross. Not cool. Yeah. Not cool. Well, congratulations again, Blecky, and thank guys. you for being such a good sport. And you win a family pack of passes now to go to the oh. Sandwich Fair and Midway. Wow, and Midway. Holy, thank you. McDonald's has really got everyone talking with this cryptic tweet. The thing you have been asking for arrives August 31st. I hope they're bringing back the McPizza. Yeah, everybody hopes that. It won't be that. We would have seen the ovens going in. Or the McRib. It'll be some pumpkin spice latte or something. Bring back the Arch Deluxe. Great call. Deep cut. But you're dreaming. Ronald, please bring back the undersea garden. What? That's so locally specific. He would have no authority. Or maybe the wax museum. So again... How about a McCovid vaccine? Huh. Now that could really turn the tide. McDonald Land cookies! Ooh, McDonald Land cookies. Let it be that. The hottest taste, the coolest dish. Keep it hot, hot. Keep it cool, cool. McDLT, McDLT. Hot, eat Cool, crystal tea, so, Jen, you know, that was a couple of years ago, I guess, I was playing this video game called Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Oh, and wow. Boy, I got so into it that I would play for, like, I would go home Friday night, start playing, not sleep all weekend, play until Monday morning when I had to come to work. Well, I remember you would come into work and you'd be like, oh, Jen, it's going to be a bad one today. And I'd be like, what's going on? And you're like, well, I, I played this game until 4 a.m. last night. Yeah, so. i just play it constantly. I'd get one big, giant dump of Chinese food delivered. I'd, I'd just, like, graze on it throughout mm-hmm. the weekend, not leaving my bed, and just play this video game. Now, that, though, is nothing compared to this dude up in Nanaimo. He just shattered the Guinness World Records. Unofficially still, hasn't been verified yet, but yeah. it's only a matter of time. He's in Nanaimo. He played his video game, Call of Duty Warzone, on his PS5 for 145 hours straight. 
Oh my gosh. Wait, how many days is that? Six days. Six days straight. Oh my gosh. And what, what he did with sleeping was like he would be allowed 10 minute breaks mm-hmm. within like every 60 minutes of play. So then he would accumulate it and then have like a quick nap and then wake up. <laughs> He would he would go one round of sleep, he would call it. Yes. One round of sleep, and then he would get up and continue to play the game. And he did this for 145 hours. You're probably wondering what he ate. Well, first okay. he started on uh, high-protein snacks, so he's probably got, you know, nuts Ooh. and peanut butter and whatnot. High-protein bars. Yeah. It's just sit in your stomach. Oof. And then uh, at the near the end of it, he just got to the point where he's eating high-carb, greasy junk food like fries <laughs> just to keep him going, which is like, yeah, I bet. Oh, my gosh. Or sipping on caffeinated beverages or... <laughs> How horrible this would be. And then apparently he played like high action uh, movies in the background with gunshots and everything <laughs> to try and like shake him awake. Because have you have you ever tried to stay awake for a long period of time? It's really difficult. Yeah. Okay. And then at one point, like his thumb started getting all bruised and horrible yeah. from playing the game, and his his hands were calloused from just holding the controller for that long. Yeah, he said that was the most surprising thing was like how badly your body takes staying awake for that long and doing the same thing for that amount of time. And his, yeah, his poor fingers. So then afterwards, he slept for eighteen hours. But now the thing is, is that it's unofficially right the world record so they have to get someone to (laughs) sit and watch this twitch stream for 145 hours and make sure that he did everything and did all of the you know specific rules Uh that were mentioned at the beginning yeah they say (gasps) it might it'll be verified hopefully within three months to make his world record official and i just gotta say wow there are some bad jobs out there and i'm sorry (laughs) i'm I'm happy for you dude Corey up there in nanaimo for making you know setting this record and everything but whoever has to sit and watch 140 (laughs) twitch stream hours of you playing call of duty that is not a fun job but could you imagine also if it didn't work out and he didn't get the title after all of that also bad. Try, try again, dude. <laughs> Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.